Welcome to The Practice, a podcast dedicated to unpacking the challenges and joys of being human in this unprecedented time. Each episode will delve into a different aspect of the practice of living with the goal of leaving you empowered to go out into the world as your best self embodied. Hello, and as always, thank you so much for taking the time to be here. I'm your host, Brooke Davidson. I want to start this episode by sharing a little story with you. A few months ago, I got home from a busy day at work, and I knew I was teaching a yoga class that night. I knew that I needed to shower that night. I knew that my husband needed to do his workout that night, and that fitting dinner in was going to be a little bit of a puzzle. I needed to cook it. I needed to make sure that it occurred in a time that actually worked for both of us to eat it. And I also could feel my energy really draining. I was tired and I still had many things I had to do. And in a moment of novelty and inspiration, I realized I could cook dinner right then. There is actually no rule in place that says you cannot cook dinner at 4 p.m., you can do it. And I could still eat it later when I was hungry for it. I could cook it and wait. And that might sound incredibly basic, but it was a little bit of a game changer for me to have that realization. I could cook when I had the energy. I could eat when I was hungry. And I didn't have to plan every single bit of the night around that meal. We could get to it when we got to it, eating-wise, and we could warm it up if we need it. If it didn't stay warm, that would be okay. There are devices for that. There's even one of them in my house. And so that moment kind of represented for me this realization that there are a lot of different things involved in scheduling my day that had been on autopilot. A lot of different things that I had just accepted, like this is the way you do it. You cook dinner, and when you pull it out, it's hot, and you eat it. When in fact, that just doesn't need to be the case. Another example of this. In the yoga realm, it's really common for a studio owner to manage a studio, teach a couple classes there a week, and then to contract out other teachers to teach other classes throughout the week. And what's typically expected is that if a person takes on teaching, that they have a regular class. It's very predictable, very scheduled Every Monday at 4 p.m. you teach your class or whatever it might be. And I did that for a while. But I realized that that was actually more challenging for me than if I were to teach a little more spontaneously. And what I mean by that is that instead of teaching every Monday and suddenly being like, yeah, none of my Mondays I can ever do anything on, if I said plug me in where you need me. So I taught a Monday one week and a Thursday the next week and a Friday the week after that that actually worked better for my specific schedule. So then I could sometimes go to the Monday class as a student instead of as a teacher. Or on Friday, I could go out on a date with my husband instead of teaching a class. It allowed me to be a little bit more responsive to my environment and my context in a way that the routine didn't quite. And now I'm sharing all of this with you, not to say that there's a right or wrong, because I absolutely see great benefits in having routine, and I also see great benefits in having spontaneity. But what I really see beyond both of those things is how if we are so intentional 
about how we schedule our lives, we can have greater ease, we can have more space for the things we really care about, and we can set ourselves up for a daily experience that's maybe a little bit more preferable than what would otherwise happen if we weren't intentional about scheduling. So let me give you another example. You ever use that Remind app on your phone or your calendar with an alarm tied to it? I have a reminder one that I use all the time, and it is a huge help. Let's say I know that I have a bill that I need to keep an eye out for next month. I can just set a reminder in my phone for a month from now, and that will go off, and I'll say, oh yes, did I ever get that bill from the contractor or whatever it might have been? So handy. Now, in that same situation, that bill reminder, I have a lot of agency. Am I just setting it for exactly a month from now? Or am I saying, okay, what day of the week do I typically have a little bit of a lull at work? And what time of day? Would I be more ready to handle this at 8 a.m. or would I be more ready to handle it at 8 p.m.? That might seem like such a small thing, but if you are sensitive to sensory input, if you're sensitive to your surroundings, you might find it incredibly helpful to make those little changes. Something as simple as, okay, instead of 8 a.m., I'm setting it for 1.03 because that's when my lunch break ends and I typically have a half hour of spare time at the office where I can kind of fit in some little odds and ends things, but I'm back by my planner and I'm settled back into work. That'd be a great time for me to just open my email and check for that bill. Right? Like it can be such a helpful thing instead of setting it for a time when let's say you're commuting to work and then you're like, oh crap, now I have this stress, but I can't do anything about it because I'm in the car. I can't even check to see. Now I need to set another reminder so that it goes off when I am by my computer. Right? Little thing, but hugely impactful. And I want to add that sometimes your own schedule, your own cycles, your own routines are not going to match the greater society. Like for some reason, our society decided that the new year was the time to like set resolutions, even though, at least where I live, it's the middle of winter. Now, does my body, mind, energy really have a lot of motivation to make big changes and start growing and doing all these new things when it's like negative 30 out and 50 mile an hour winds and daylight is only there for like five hours? Hmm. No, <laughs> if you can tell by my tone, no, this is not the most productive time of year for me to make big changes. Now spring, oh my goodness, I look outside and I see everything changing and I think, ooh, me too, I want that too. I feel so inspired and motivated. That's the time of year I'm going to do most of my inventory and value clarification and make my bigger changes because that's the time of year that works for me. So I might miss out on the deals and all of the pump-up messages and stuff that are society-wide this time of year, but I'm aligning to myself in a way that makes it feel more likely to be successful, and it honestly, it feels like a great act of self-care. It feels like a true ability to see myself, to accept myself, 
and to plan in a way that's going to allow me to be successful as myself, not conforming to other people. So if you take anything away from this, maybe it is a little bit of inspiration to check in with yourself, check in with how you schedule things and see if there are any little shifts and changes that you can make that truly honor who you are, how you are, and where you are. As always, feel free to reach out with any conversation. Thank you. To follow along with my work, you can find me on Instagram at brooke underscore being. If you're interested in contacting me for a private yoga or life coach consult, please send an inquiry to brookedavidsonyoga at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.